Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 45 of the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, coming at you on this beautiful Friday morning. I'm just in the car, just left my home, driving to my detox performance. We got the 12 p.m. fit, filling in for my boy Shredlocks. It's gonna be a good one. So, actually, I don't know. Do does anyone listen to podcasts where the person records from their car? I might be one of the few out there. So I I do it because it's a great. In terms of timing, the drive is about 25 minutes, so it's a good it's a good time slot to fit in the podcast because my podcasts are usually. 25 to 45 minutes so it works out quite well for me Um, I really do hope that the noise is bearable I try to edit out a lot of the wind noise and I think now with winter it's gonna be a bit better because I don't have my windows down all the time quick uh, quick background info I drive an 05 Civic and I've got no AC, which is why I have to pretty much roll the windows all the way down during the summertime. So the winter time is actually quite nice. (laughs) So this week's podcast. Well, first of all, I hope you guys are having a great week. Hope you guys, as always, are crushing your goals, getting shit done, living a good life, and really just having fun while you do all that. So this week's podcast, I got a really good question from my boy. His Instagram handle is Disruptive Strength. We've been following each other for a while. I have, we've never met, been following each other for a while. He's very strength focused as well as I am too. And I think we just realized we had similar philosophies, um, similar mindset towards how to coach, how to train, other people as well as training ourselves so he asked me a really good question he asked what is the one thing or the couple things that I've done that have made the most impact in terms of becoming a better coach and I thought that was a really good question that when when someone asked me a really good question it just instantly you're like okay yeah I can talk about that I like I do I want to talk about that that's something not a lot of people ask me, and it's a great topic for this podcast, so we're gonna dive right in. So in terms of what has made the biggest impact in terms of becoming a better coach, I think there are two things that are both equally important. Number one being education. I think education is very important. And number two, experience. I think experience is very important as well. I believe both are equally important because you can't have one without the other. For me, I started mostly on the experience side of the thing of things and I'm slowly working my way through the education side of things. So when I started coaching, I've been coaching for about three years now. Half of that time I was still part-time and only in the last year and a half have I been a full-time coach slash trainer. So the experience has been amazing. I'm really happy about the experience that I've gained at, at this point in time. I obviously am striving to do this for a long period of time. So experience has been great so far. I, as you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I train my small group clients out of Carpio Strength and Conditioning. I also do some one-on-one personal training there. That's the bulk of my work. That's the bulk of my coaching hours. I put in about 25 hours of coaching a week there. Of course, at the start, it wasn't like that. Like I've built up my clientele over time. At the start, it was maybe five hours of coaching, 10 hours of coaching max per week. So I'm really happy about having those 25 to 30 hours 
currently under my belt. I really do value that in-person coaching experience. That I find is where I will do a lot of my growing right now. So I do about 20 to 25, maybe sometimes 30 hours of coaching at Carpio Strength and Conditioning. And I also do about 10 to 12 hours at Myo Detox Performance. So that experience and Myo Detox, uh, Myo Detox Performance is a larger group format. I do, I do do one-on-one there as well, but it's mostly large group classes, which I enjoy a lot as well. So I'm just super grateful, um, super happy. Shout outs to both gym owners. Shout outs to Graham at Carpio. Shout outs to Alvin at Mao Detox. They gave me that opportunity to work at those spaces and it's been an incredible way to start my career as a coach and to grow. Like I'm super happy, super grateful about everything right now. So I'm really happy that I do have, I'm gaining that one-on-one experience. I'm gaining that small group experience as well. And lastly, that larger group format, something I never thought I'd be into, but I'm really happy I've gained that experience as well. I'm actually gonna link, because I, I don't wanna talk about it in this episode, but I, do, I did record an episode in the past regarding the similarities, the differences, the pros and cons of each style of training. So I'll link that in the show notes. I'll also link the two gyms that I'm at, just so you guys can get some background info if you're interested in that kind of thing. So super happy about the experience so far. Really, at the end of the day, in terms of experience, I'm just trying to put in the hours. I'm so say I'm coaching 40, 45 hours a week in person, and then that doesn't include like the couple hours admin work that I'm doing on the back end, maybe five hours um, right now. I'm trying to up that number a little, really need to get working on this website, really need to get working on more blog posts. So about 40, 45 hours of coaching per week. So per month, if you do the math, it's about 160 hours of coaching. And then per year, that's like 16,000 to 20,000 hours of coaching a year. So I'm really happy about having that opportunity to coach clients, coach athletes. And it's just been incredibly humbling so far because the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. So. Why I want to talk about experience first is because this is something I'm uh, doing right now, something I'm struggling through right now, something I'm working through right now. And over the last couple weeks, over the last month or two, I've made a couple mistakes here and there. And it's just been, it's so crazy that the mistakes are painful, right? They're really painful and it really does hurt in terms of like I feel bad when I make a mistake because it's, it's like shit you take a step back and you're just looking at the situation after the fact and you're like shit I could have handled that a lot better or I could have set up these preventative measures that would have maybe not guaranteed but it maybe would have prevented those mistakes that happened so experience for me that's why I think it's super important. And I'm just, I'm just talking about the coaching experience right now, but I do believe that the as a coach, as a trainer, your personal experience with training on your own, training yourself, I think that's freaking vital. Like if a coach doesn't have a solid um, experience with training for themselves, that's kind of a red flag right there. So the coaching experience, I've learned so much from my mistakes, just sometimes rushing through things, sometimes losing the patience, sometimes um, not being able to regulate my emotions 
For me, honestly, the, the biggest struggle is dealing with different personalities and different people and their emotions day to day. Because I was telling one of my clients this, the training stays the same. Like the training is the easy part. It really is. Like the training is fairly straightforward. It's the coaching that is the hard part. I find just, there are just so many emotions, whether that's my emotions, whether that's the client's emotions, and then how that fluctuates day to day, what's going on there in their lives. It's just, it's really, um, it's a really big challenge to kind of take everything that's going on in their life into account and then give them a great training session and they walk away feeling good, feeling better than when they walked in the room. So that's, that's why, that's one of the reasons why I'm so happy to get so much coaching experience in right now, because I know that's, that's like the main thing I'm working on right now. The ability to coach, the ability to communicate properly, the ability to um, kind of understand what's going on in their life so that I can tailor the program to them. So in terms of experience, coaching experience, I find is very important. Um, if, you're, if you're thinking about coaching clients, if you're thinking about becoming a trainer, honestly, just start. Like, yeah, of course, get, get that education, get the formal education, but while you do the education, just start training people, whether that's your family, whether that's your close friends, whatever. Just get in the gym and start coaching people. Uh, Kelly Storette, I'll never forget this. Kelly Storette on one of the podcasts he was on, he's the author of The Supple Leopard, How to Become a Supple Leopard. He's the founder of Mobility Wad, basically one of the founding, like the current founding mobility guys. He said, He's a physiotherapist, he's got his doctorate, he's got all the formal education, and hearing this from him really made a big impact on my life, where he said, honestly, you can do all the education you want, but nothing compares to seeing a ton of athletes and clients. There's nothing that compares to just seeing people in real life, seeing how they move, seeing the mechanics of their movement, because once you see something once and then you learn how to address it effectively, you, you will run into the same thing again. Maybe with the same person, maybe with a different person. But at least now because you've seen it in the past, you'll know how to deal with it in a better way. Or at least you'll know how to address the problem a lot more efficiently, a lot more effectively than maybe the first time you saw that problem. So that's why I think coaching experience in itself is so important. And it's one of those things where you just, I guess like everything else, to get better at it, you just gotta do it. And there are gonna be mistakes on the way. There are gonna be, you are gonna fail on the way. You're gonna make mistakes. It's gonna hurt, it's gonna be painful, it's gonna, it's gonna take a hit on your self-pride, your self-esteem, but just keep going. So that coaching experience I find is very important. And what I just mentioned, your personal training experience, as in my experience as a, as a lifter, as a meathead, I started about 2007, 2008, that's when I really got serious into lifting. So I've been at it for eight to 10 years. And I think it's so important to train yourself. Like basically if you're looking for a coach or if you're looking at coaches, yes, their ability to coach a client is important, but what does their own training look like? What does their own lifestyle look like? Because I found over the past eight to 10 years, I've learned so much just from being in the gym, just being in the trenches, putting in the work, making progress, um, setting PRs, getting injured, trying to set PRs, getting injured along the way, recovering from that injury, 
getting injured somewhere else, recovering from that injury. It's just, it's all part of the game, right? Like, the training is a long-term game. Like, there's no way around it. You, there are no shortcuts. You just, you just got to put your head down and put in the work. So I find with my, my personal, with my own training, I found I've learned so much and it's been so invaluable. Just the ability to progress through a program, to follow a program and see it through to the end, and then to kind of break it down like, okay, what, what did I learn from that program? What did I benefit? What, what things helped me out? And then to kind of look at other things like, okay, these things, they didn't help me out so much. Like that, that one concept or that one exercise, maybe I don't need to do that in the future. So it's really important to follow a program, see it through the, to the end, make some gains on the program because then you know it actually works, right? So that kind of experience is so important. And then just the ability to handle the ups and downs of training because not all sessions are gonna be A plus sessions. That, that never happens. Most sessions fall in that B to B plus range. And that's okay, that's just, that's just how training goes. So just having that awareness because you've gone through it yourself, you're able to pass that you're able to communicate that to your own clients where sometimes clients get frustrated because it's a bad day, whatever, that's fine. Um, sometimes, you know, really just that ability and that awareness to be like, okay, it's okay. 80% of sessions are really just average run of the mill sessions. You had a bad session. That's fine. Come back, show up again next week and it's gonna get better and you're gonna keep progressing. So I find that kind of um, training experience, there's no books, no education can teach you what training in the gym week in, week out, for months and years on end can teach you. There is, that's, that's a fact. That's a hard, straight fact. There is no, no books can teach you, no podcast can teach you, no articles, no YouTube videos. You just have to train. You have to get strong. You have to learn how to deal with shit. You have to learn how to work around shit. So that brings me to my next point where injuries will happen. It is part of the game. Again, that's a fact. We can do our best to prevent injuries to the best of our ability, but things happen. Like we're getting underweight and lifting shit sometimes shit happens sometimes it's small shit sometimes it's big shit so that the ability to deal with that with those up and downs those physical and emotional up and downs that's really important for as as a coach myself that's really important for me to experience because you can only coach something that you know and that you've experienced as well So I find that the coaching aspect, that experience of coaching, that experience of training myself is, has been super valuable, super helpful. Um, I, I don't think I'd be where I am without it. There's just no other way around it. So those are my thoughts when it comes to the experience side of things. I really do believe that that coaching experience, just putting in the hours of coaching, whether you're shadowing someone, whether you're the one doing the coaching, that's another thing. I really like to see other coaches in action because I'm, I'm pretty new to this. So there are a lot of coaches out there who've been at it for longer than I have. A lot of coaches who've been out and doing this for like 10 plus years. They've just seen so many more people than I have. So I really like to see what they're doing, see how they communicate with their athletes, um, see how they operate, see how they run the warm up, how they run through the session, etc. Whether it's a one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one 
situation or maybe it's a small group or maybe it's a large group i feel like there's always something to learn just by watching how another coach operates so that's the experience side of things i think i think that's super important and then that brings us to the education side of things so in terms of education my education a lot of it at the start was based on my own experience the programs i had run the progress i had made the injuries i had sustained all that kind of stuff that's like so that was how i started but in terms of actual formal education initially i did the canfit pro um, cpt certified personal trainer certification that's kind of the standard one in canada they run that out of good life um, it was okay like i wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anyone i think for your money you can do a whole lot better i'm not gonna say that i didn't get anything out of it i definitely learned a couple things not so much on the training side but mainly on the business and experience side of things like how do you actually approach a client how do you talk to a client etc etc so that was my first go at like formal education regarding being a trainer so that was the certified personal trainer um, it was just a two-day course again it was okay so i did that 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 was just purely for certification purposes because you need to have some kind of recognized certification in order to get personal trainer insurance. So that was my first go at that. I think what I did next, I didn't really do a whole lot of formal education until I did the DTS Animal Flow Level 1. So I participated in that. I did not complete the exam purely out of laziness i guess there's really no other way to say it i didn't submit the videos on time well really i didn't submit the videos so i didn't actually get certified as like an animal flow level one but i did take away a lot i i still participated in the course i got out i got what i think i needed to get out of it which was i learned a lot of the basic animal flow moves i use it pretty pretty regularly with myself and my own clients so i did learn a lot from that that was just a that was a two-day course as well dts that's out in toronto i highly recommend them as like an education resource i know they do a lot of kettlebell stuff they have some barbell and some olympic lifting certifications as well as just like their DTS level one, which I think is a, an intro course. Um, kind of say, I think it's same as the CPPS that I took, not the same, but along similar lines. I've heard really good things about it. Anyway, I will link the DTS links down below as well because I do like how they ran the course. I thought they did an excellent job at it. So Animal Flow Level 1 was my first like two-day course. That was really interesting. That was completely out of my comfort zone because at the time, I wasn't doing any of this kettlebell stuff. I wasn't like now you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you see me doing this kettlebell stuff. You see me doing this Animal Flow stuff on the regular. And at the time, like I did not know any of that stuff. I remember kind of learning about flow a couple maybe a month or two before i actually did the course and i was messing around and i i was posting up videos of that but when i look back on those videos after i took the course and after i learned how to properly execute these movements i was like damn that's a world of a difference so i'm really glad i took that um, course because i learned so much from it so that was really great i'm really happy i did that that's pretty much the way I feel about the kettlebell work that I'm currently doing. I'm fairly sure I'm going to sign up in November for a kettlebell course by Strong First. And I feel like the same thing is going to happen where I'm going to look back on all these videos that I've been posting 
and just like laugh at how shit my technique is from now versus after I take that course. So let me not get ahead of myself. I'll talk about that after. So DTS Animal Flow level one, I did that. That was really awesome. I learned a lot from that. And then, and then I took the CPPS level one by Joe DeFranco and Jim Smith. That was in New Jersey. So that was a really, oh, let's, let's talk numbers, why not? I always like to be transparent. I always like to share my experience and I like to be transparent with everything. So the animal flow course for two days, I believe it was in that area of 600 to $700, which might seem like a lot, but at the end of the day, like it's, it's well worth it because eight hours a day, that's a 16 hour course for $700. Say, let's do $700. I don't really know what that math works out to be, but it's, I think it's like 70 bucks an hour, maybe less. And that's worth it because that's what people pay me for one-on-one -on -one training. So I should be willing to pay them for that as well because they've got, they've got the thing about taking courses or people hiring me as a coach. I have say eight years of experience doing strength training. So you're not only just paying, you're paying me for that experience. Like I'm gonna, now because you're paying me, you don't need to do this for eight years to get to the level that I'm at. I could probably bring you up to this level in two to three years. You know what I mean? Just because you get that head start. You don't have to learn from scratch. You don't have to make the same mistakes that I made. So same thing, when I'm paying someone else for their course or for their time or their services, you're not just paying them for that course and that information, you're paying for all of their combined experience. So the animal flow, I think it was about 700 bucks. There were two instructors and they were super awesome, like amazing, amazing, five stars, five out of five. So. I did that and then I took CPPS, which was a bigger investment. Um, I don't remember the price. I have the receipts and everything, but it was so worth it that whatever. But it was a bigger cost because I had to drive to New Jersey. I had to put myself up in a hotel or motel for two nights. And then plus the, the course cost itself. And that was in American dollars. So we're paying, I think it was like 1.3 times that because we're, we work in Canadian dollars. So I, I really do think I paid like 2000 bucks, 2,300 bucks, maybe $2,500 to do the CPPS level one. 100% completely worth it. I'm so glad I took it. That gave me so much confidence in what I was doing and how I was doing it because Joe DeFranco and Jim Smith, these are guys I've followed since the start. I talk about them a lot, but really I followed them since 2008. So it was just so surreal meeting them in person and they were so down to earth. It was amazing. Anyway, the course itself was amazing. I highly recommend the CPPS to anyone. I think it's superior to 10, 10 times more superior than the certified personal training cert that I took with the uh, CanFit Pro. Like you just get so much out of it. I really do think that's the gold standard. Like that's, that's how they market it. It's the gold standard of um, becoming a, so CPPS is Certified Physical Preparedness Specialist. So just preparing people for physical activity. It's like physical preparedness. And I like that term. So that was 100% worth it. We spent the first like four hours just going over bracing the core and proper breathing mechanics. And if anyone, if you guys have worked with me in person, you know how big I am on bracing and proper breathing mechanics because it's huge. It's like, and that was something I was doing prior to the course, but that, the fact that we spent so much time on it really solidified like how important it was and 
how how big of a deal that was in terms of laying a foundation for strength training so doing that course really like yes I learned some new information I learned a lot of new information but a lot of it because I had been following those guys for so long like my training philosophy is basically built around Joe DeFranco's training philosophy like that's so in terms of Yes, I learned a lot, but it also just solidified a lot of the things that I had already been doing. And that just brought, just, it brought my confidence up a lot and it just gave me, it really just gave me that confidence to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing it. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. This is how we're going to do it. And it's going to work hundred percent. So CPPS, we spent the first four hours on breathing. Then we went more into, uh, we did a lot of assessment stuff in terms of, okay, how do we assess a client when we first see them? So that, I, that was super valuable information. I'm really happy. Like the bracing was really great and the assessment stuff was even better. That was something I hadn't done too much of. So that was completely new information to me and well worth my money just that one portion of it worth the money so i did that sorry we did that and then we went more into like training for power training for speed and of course training for strength oh another thing what was so great about i find with education courses i really value it when they give educational content so part of that price why it was so expensive was because they not not expensive why it was priced like that was because prior to the course they sent out i think it was like eight to ten dvds these were dvds that they these were basically their flagship dvds warm-up dvd speed dvd power dvd uh, strength dvd of course and there was also a huge textbook actually this, that textbook was gold basically if i were to write a strength training textbook it would that would be the one because and if I were to recommend a strength training textbook strength by Joe DeFranco and Jim Smith amazing amazing so they they sent out those DVDs they sent out those textbooks and it was one of those things like okay watch all these and read this before you come because if you don't you're gonna be a bit behind than everyone else who did actually watch and read them. So of course, to get the money's worth, you gotta read them, you gotta watch them. So that was another awesome part of that that I really enjoyed and appreciated. And really, it was just a two-day, it was a two-day course, it was amazing. I got a lot out of it. I met a lot of cool people, some of them who I still keep in contact with or just like, we interact over Instagram and Facebook, etc. So CPPS level one, absolutely worth it. I'm gonna link everything down below. I'll link everything, why not? Okay, so I did that and that was really great. I, I came back to Toronto and just like, it elevated my game so much. Highly recommend to anyone. I believe they do it online now as well, but if you can do it in person, do that. 100% recommend. So shortly after that, I took, I saw that Myo Detox was doing a MDX Systems. And I was super interested in that. So I signed up for that as well. That was also a two day course. Learned a lot. In terms of pricing, it's about just same price as everything else now. I feel like the standard pricing for like two day courses is anywhere from 600 to 1500 dollars depending on how like reputable the coaches are or just like how well known they are etc so i took the mdx system with vinnie vinnie from my detox you guys might know him as vinnie rehab um, i took there were a couple other instructors adam was great as well rebecca it was overall super awesome. I learned a lot. It was 
it was mainly for therapists, but there were a couple of other trainers there. It was mainly focused on assessing the foot. They're really big on the feet, which I now understand after taking that. Again, 100% outside of my comfort zone. I didn't know what the hell I was going, walking into. Um, as a trainer, my knowledge regarding the anatomy around the feet wasn't quite there. So in terms of jumping in, um, I didn't have that base knowledge regarding anatomy that most of the other people did. It was a lot of massage therapists, a couple of chiropractors, physios, and then of course a couple coaches, um, trainers. So we did a lot regarding assessing the feet, looking at the feet, how they function, looking at the ankles. So in terms of valuable information, I got a lot out of that in regards to assessing someone. Like I never, one thing that I always, I was always curious about was how therapists could kind of see like, oh, this person's foot kind of falls in a little, their right foot falls in a little versus their left foot. Or like their right shoulder is a bit higher up than their left shoulder. Stuff like that. Things I had never had to consider or things I had I was never exposed to. So just that exposure to it was well worth the investment of time and money. 100% do not regret taking that. Um, I got a lot out of it. I think the only thing I'd say about that, because it's more on the therapy side or the clinical aspect of things, I don't quite have the setup or clientele who are interested in those kinds of things. And then me personally, as I said, I don't have that much experience with it. So one thing I really find with these educational courses is that you have to apply what you've learned in order to fully ab absorb and understand what you've learned. So with the CPPS, I was able to apply that because that's what I do. With the animal flow, I was able to apply that with my own training. And then eventually, as I've got more comfortable with it, I was able to teach that to other people. So with the MDX systems, I tried to incorporate it a little, but I just, just didn't have that setup, didn't have the required knowledge at the time to really make use of it. Like I, I, do, I do use a little bit of it here and there in terms of when I do that initial assessment. Like I learned a lot in terms of when you first see someone, what are we really looking for? What's going on in their body and how are they currently moving? So I learned a lot from that. But again, I wasn't able to fully utilize it just because of just because of the circumstances that I'm in. So MDX system, that was 100% worth it. Really great, really helpful. So after that, I didn't take courses for a while because I was trying to absorb so much from the CPPS and the animal flow and the MDX. I think I had taken all three of those in like a four or five month span. So it was a lot of information to absorb and again, Education is great, but if you can't apply it, then it's not, it, you're not utilizing it to its full potential. So that's why it took me a while to take another course. And then I signed up for an online course by Brett Bartholomew. Uh, before I get into that, I'll definitely link the Myo Detox courses. I think they're just they're re-gearing it for 2019, but I'll link that anyway to their educational site. Um, so I signed up for an online course. This is actually my first online course now that I think of it. It's called Art of Coaching by Brett Bartholomew. I'll link his stuff down below too. I'll link his Instagram. He's got really great content. He's got a ton of experience. And again, you're not just paying when you sign up for courses. You're not just paying for for that knowledge itself, you're paying for the coach's experience and knowledge. And then of course, whatever course material they're putting out. You're basically standing, it's the saying is like, we're just standing on, shoulder, on the shoulders of giants, right? Because they had already done so much. 
now we're just playing off of that and working off of that. So anyway, I learned Art of Coaching. That's been a, that was a really great course. I went through the modules day by day. He, he made it a four week course. So every day, so I guess there were 28 different modules. Every day there was something to, there was a video to watch, there was something to read, and then there was an action item to take. So that was really great. One really awesome thing I think about that is that I always, periodically, not always, I periodically go back to that and kind of restart the four week course. It's like, okay, let's do art of coaching again and let's, uh, re let's refresh on these things and really try to hone in on that coaching aspect. Cause that's something I'm really into. I'm really into the coaching experience, how to coach and just how to do it better. Like it's always, it's just always, how can I do this better? How can I help people in a more efficient and effective manner? That's really it. So art of coaching was great, is great. I will uh, revisit it. So those are the four courses that I've taken so far. I took the Animal Flow, I did the CPPS, I did the MDX, and then lastly, the Art of Coaching. So those four were amazing. And since, the, since I purchased the Art of Coaching, I haven't really pursued any courses until recently, basically two days ago, where I was like, oh, their strong first is doing a one-day kettlebell course in Montreal. So I'll probably drive over there. Um, I'll probably drive over there the Friday night, sleep somewhere, do the course on Saturday the whole day, and then drive back Saturday evening. So that's November 4th or 24th. I think it's 24th. So I will most likely do that because I've been doing a lot of kettlebell stuff and I could definitely use some like, I could definitely use another eye to see how I'm doing stuff, how I'm doing technique wise. And then of course, how to better myself regarding technique. And that's actually something I want to talk about. Something I recently read regarding educational courses, because there's so much, so many educational courses out there and it's like, which one should I take? Because they all cost a good amount of money. Like they're not cheap, right? It's like, which one should I take? There's so many. And then like, how many is too many? Because if you do one a month, yeah, that's great. But can you really absorb it and utilize that information and knowledge? I don't know. And then it comes down to, yeah, how, how many is too many? Because I could sign up for a shit ton today, but will I really get something out of all of them? So something I heard recently in terms of seeking out education, seeking out information, put in the time, do, do the work, practice, practice your craft, whether that's coaching, whether that's the clinical side, whether, whatever, whatever it is, right? Put in the time and actually get it done or actually do it. Like go into the trenches and put in the work. And then once you encounter problems, once you have questions, okay, now you can seek out the answers to those questions. So for example, I've been doing kettlebell work. It's been about two months now and I feel pretty good about my technique cause I'm, I can learn like watching videos. I can learn by reading and pictures and seeing how the technique looks. But then at a certain point it's like, okay, am I really doing this as well as I could be? And if not, where can I go to learn this stuff? So DTS offers a kettlebell course, but Strong First is kind of the kettlebell standard. So it's like, oh, they're in Montreal. Okay, I could go to that. So put in the work first and then seek out the answers when you actually need help. So another one I'm interested in because I've encountered so many like shoulder issues is Eric Cressy. He has a sturdy shoulders solution. So it's like, okay, through the process of coaching for three years now, I ran into so many people with shoulder issues and I don't really know how to help them because I personally haven't dealt, I haven't dealt with like major shoulder issues. Yeah, I've dealt with like a bit of a nagging shoulder, but usually they're easy fixes. 
Like I can seek out that information and fix it. But how about if someone has a deeper issue that really needs more attention and like a, just a more refined way to approach it? Okay, Eric Cressy, he works with baseball players. So shoulder health is his thing. He's the guy if I wanna take the sturdy shoulders solution, right? So that was something I really enjoyed in terms of seeking out education because there is something as too much, right? And then, so those are courses I've taken, but there's more to education than just courses, right? There's books, there's podcasts, there's YouTube videos. There's so much out there. So podcasts are really big for me. I, I outlined in my last podcast episode, my favorite podcast, DeFranco's Industrial Strength Show, Jay Ferrugia, Renegade Radio, um, Grant Cardone, and Zach Evanesh. Those are my go-to podcasts. That's where I learn about strength coach tips. I learn about coaching in general. I learn about health and fitness. I learn about sales and investing in yourself. So for me, that's where I get my education in terms of podcasts. That's great, that's free education. And I'm usually listening to podcasts as I drive or as I do things at home, whether it's laundry, meal prep, dishes. It's like, why not? If I'm gonna do these things anyway, if I'm gonna drive 30 minutes to the gym four times a week, I might as well learn for 30 minutes four times a week, right? Why not? It's there, it's free, it's out there for the taking. And I'm a big believer in whatever topic you're interested in, there is a podcast or there are books out there for the taking. So in terms of books, lots of education from books as well. Um, I don't have any that like come to mind right now, but books are a great source of education. I'm currently reading Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm really enjoying that. It's really just about how to build your personal brand, how to build um, not just your business, but your, your persona, really. So that's been really great, Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, in terms of YouTube videos, like I, there was a time when I watched Gary Vaynerchuk's videos a lot. He's really awesome in that regard. He puts out a shit ton of content and it's just, it keeps you, just like last episode, last, last episode of my podcast, you can create your environment so that it's conducive to the goals or the life that you wanna build, right? So books, podcasts, videos, there's so much out there for the taking. There's really so much out there. Um, in terms of books, I use the Toronto Public Library. 100%, if you're in Toronto, the Toronto Public Library is amazing. It, it has pretty much everything. It doesn't have like a lot of the older stuff, like the really niche topics, but it has a lot. So definitely, if you've never used the Toronto Public Library, get a library card, sign up, they got you covered. And then something I've recently been doing because some of the books that I wanted to buy, it's very, it's like rare, I guess. So on Amazon, some of these books are like $38 and then the library doesn't have them. So something I've been doing is um, I use the Kindle app on my phone or on my laptop. I don't have a Kindle. I used to have an e-reader. I think I gave it to my sister. But anyway, I don't have a Kindle, but I've recently, started buying the like Kindle version of books because say the paperback's $38, you can buy the Kindle version for like $11. So I just bought Enter the Kettlebell this morning actually. This is the kettlebell program that I just started. I'm sure you guys will be hearing a lot about it in the next, I don't know, two to six months. That's the program I'll be on. So to wrap it all up, I think experience is super important. I think education is super important. 
I think both combined, of course, knowledge, knowledge applied. That's the, that's the gold standard, right? Apply the knowledge. So if you're out there, whatever it is you're looking to do, put in the time, get the experience, find the people around you who have the experience and learn from them. And then invest your time and money and energy into doing educational courses that will help you elevate your game. Like the best investment, I know it's like a cliche saying, well, I don't really know if it is, but the best investment really is to invest in yourself. That's something like no one can take away from you. That's something you'll have forever. And then it just elevates your game so much, 100%. So I'm gonna wrap it up right there. I hope I didn't miss anything. I'm gonna, there's gonna be a long list of show notes in this in this episode. I'm trying to get better with the show notes. And again, if you guys have any feedback for me, please let me know. I really appreciate it. Like this is such, I'm just a beginner in terms of podcasting. I'm a beginner in all of this really. But in terms of podcasting, yes, I've done 45 episodes, but I'm still a rookie. So please, if you have any feedback or comments, questions, anything, please, please, please just message me. You can find me on Instagram at theodore.lim or you can email me at theolim7 at gmail.com. As always, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you're having a great week. I hope you're living the life that you want to live. And if not, you can do something about it. I promise you that. You can do something about it. So until next time, peace.